There's a word from the Lord this morning as we continue this series that God gave us four weeks ago. Four weeks ago, we started a very unique series that is simply called Just One Word. And our purpose, our assignment from the Lord was uh, to narrow our focus, to streamline our focus, to get away from the clutter so that we would be able uh, to enjoy clarity. And God said, choose one word a week for the subject and one word a week we will focus on. And originally in this, in this series, there are 12 words that God gave me to be a part of this series. He may add to it. Uh, but I want you at the end of this series to be able to identify with every word from that first word empowered to thankful to confident and now to this fourth word and ask God to speak to you all week and in the midst of everything you're going through on your way to work at work in the midst of trials and hardships remember the words I am empowered I am thankful I am confident of this that he who began a good work <laughs> will complete it until it is done and here's the fourth word in this series. It is found in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28 verses 1 through verse 2. We're reading from the NIV translation and thank you for being messengers. Everyone under the sound of my voice, if you would send it out, if you would send it to loved ones, send the message out, send the word out. Amen. So that others can be blessed uh, because of this word. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verses 1 and verse 2. The NIV translation. And God speaks through Moses to the children of Israel. And God says to them in verse 1, and Moses speaks for God. Moses says, If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. And here's where the subject is found. All these blessings whew, will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. And the church said amen. Before you sit down, just look over at someone and here's the word for this week and say bless. All the blessed folks say bless. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Fourth word of this series is simply this. Bless. <laughs> well, y'all reassure me I am in the right place. Are there any blessed folk in here? Listen, in our first message of this series four weeks ago, it was stated that perhaps there are few words to best describe the privilege that we enjoy as believers, as does the word 
empowered. That was the first word in this series. And in that message, it was stated that perhaps there aren't many words that can best describe our privilege as a believer than the word empowered. However, this word bless is perhaps right up there with the word empowered. For I submit to you today that it is the desire of all believers everywhere to live a life that is blessed. I don't know anyone who does not want to be blessed. A believer or non-believer, people want to be blessed. I said this morning during the 8 o'clock service, I have people stopping me when I leave the grocery store gym, dry cleaners, wherever I go. And they says, you're that preacher, right? I say, yes. And they say, I want you to pray that God will bless me and my family. Even people who may not even yet be a believer says, pray that God will bless me. I'm reminded of what John the Apostle wrote in 3 John, the second verse. That book only has one chapter, but verse 2 of 3 John, the King James Version. John says, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, even as your soul prospers. In other words, John says, I, I pray that, that you're blessed and that you prosper. Why? Because it is the desire of not just every believer, but every human being to be blessed. Now listen, being blessed does not mean that we will be exempt from life's hardships and life's struggles. And I want you to get that right up front in this message. Listen, I'm, I'm not one of those kind of preachers that tells you everything always will be to your liking and everything always will turn out all right. Because the truth of the matter, sometimes things do not turn out. All right. Can I preach to you? But that does not mean that we're still not blessed. What being blessed means is that despite our hardships, despite our struggles, listen, we are in so many ways still blessed. <laughs> Think about that. Despite all the things we've gone through in the last 20 months, some of you have lost loved ones. Some of your health has declined. Some of you have seen your economic situation turn for the worse. But despite all of that, whew, we are in so many ways still blessed. Is there anyone here right now can say, Pastor, in so many ways, I am still blessed. I know it hasn't been, that's right. That does deserve a praise, doesn't it? I am still blessed. Listen, Paul writes this powerful, iconic verse in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. And, and I want to lift up the latter part of that verse, the New Living 
translation. In the latter part of that verse, Paul writes, and at the right time, whoo, we will reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give up. <laughs> whoo, what a word of encouragement. Paul says, I'm not sure when it's going to happen, but at the right time, God will bless you if you just don't give up. And it doesn't always have to be materialistic things, but some of you are praying for just peace right now. You, you are praying that the enemy does not hijack your peace right now. And, and, and some of us will trade money for peace because money doesn't make you always sleep good at night. Amen. But at the right time, you will reap a harvest of blessings if you just don't give up. How many of you know that if I just don't give up? Listen, one of the words that I'm going to share with you, and I think perhaps it's the word for next week, perseverance. Sometimes we've just got to press our way through it. Even when we don't feel like it. Don't give up. <laughs> Look over at someone and say, just don't give up. <laughs> don't, don't get cry if you have to. Wipe those tears if you have to. But at the end of the day, just, just believe that God's going to do what God has promised God will do. Paul said, at the right time, we'll reap a harvest of blessings if we don't give it now. At the beginning of that verse simply says, and let us not grow weary in well-doing. Let us not get tired of doing what is good. I know sometimes you get tired. I know sometimes it is hard. But I'm here to declare something about you that even your enemies know that they don't want you to know that you are still blessed. That you are, you are, can I say this? My friend Bishop Michael Rogers preached this message some time ago when he came to the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road and I never forgot it. When he had us to declare that we are one blessed somebody. Now you, and, and, and he said it then. And I remember when he preached that boy, my wife and I were struggling and our finances, our bills were behind. And he said, say it even if you can't prove it by what you have in your pockets right now. So is there anybody know that you are one blessed somebody? Now, I, I, I just want to make sure somebody in here knows how blessed you are. Somebody, anybody know how blessed you are? Somebody help me. I know you have on a face mask, but just shout through the mask. Bless! Woo! Bless! 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 Walk around all week, bless. Wake up with a backache and a headache, bless. If you got to rub your back, rub it and say, I'm blessed. If you got to walk a little slow when you get up, say, I'm blessed. Let the enemy know, you know who you are. You know your privilege in the Lord. Whew, listen, it is important that we understand that we are blessed not because of what we have. We are blessed not because of the amount of money you may have in your account. You are blessed not because of the house you now live in. 
Because it's easy. Here's what people would do. People will ride by, particularly after God has blessed you. And I've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of house blessings and had a lot of people. And everybody say the same thing when they leave. Oh, how blessed you are. And the Lord reminded me that I was blessed before I had this kind of house. I, I was blessed before I had any of that. How many of you know that you were blessed not because of what you have, not because of what you drive, not because of the labels you wear, but because of whose you are. You are a child of the living God. Any witnesses in here? Listen to what this same John the Apostle writes in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 2. John writes this, dear friends, now we are, somebody say, children of God. That's who we are and what we will be has not yet been made known. As blessed as you are, you have no idea how blessed you can become. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is. I'm blessed because I'm a child of God. I am blessed not because my last name is Jackson, not because I pastor at the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. I'm blessed not because I'm an elected official. I'm blessed not because all of those other things. I've got news for you. I was blessed when I had no titles. I was blessed when I was flat broke. I was blessed when I was sitting on my aunt and uncle's furniture. My wife and I were so broke, we couldn't even afford our own furniture. Deacon Lumpkin gave us a furniture. We had to share a phone with my mama and daddy. My Uncle Joe gave me a car, and here I am, graduating from college, the most distinguished student award, and flat broke with no car and no furniture. And all my friends said, you didn't end up like I thought you would end up. But the Lord told me as I was driving that beat up Volkswagen, it ain't over yet. <laughs> Woo! It's not over yet. Oh, I, I just wish I had one or two witnesses. If you don't have anything to celebrate, celebrate for me that God told my enemies it wasn't over yet. Woo! And I've got news for you. I was still blessed. God said, you're blessed because you're my son. Told my wife, you're blessed because you're my daughter. You all are blessed because you are children of the most high living. You, you don't need a whole lot of stuff to know. If there's breath in your body, you are blessed. Any blessed folk in here, y'all excuse me. Somebody woke up this morning and just wanted to declare, Lord, I'm blessed. Woo! I'm blessed. Y'all, I'm blessed. You can't somebody say, I am blessed. Woo. Mm, I'm trying to get through this. But every time I try to move on, I remember what God has done. And remember what God has promised. And God kept his word. And Bill, I believe, I believe, I believe. Anybody out here believe that God is not through blessing you? Anyone in here believe that your good days are still yet to come? Come on, somebody. Come on. Oh, y'all help me celebrate. Woo!
In the text, I'm trying to get there. In the text, I, I want to do homiletical justice to this message and get to the text. In the text, uh, God has asked us to examine what the text says to us concerning the word for this week, which is once again, bless. In our text, listen to this. A new generation of Israelites, a generation born in the wilderness. Whew. God dropped this in my spirit after they ate. A generation with no assets. <laughs> Somebody just caught it. <laughs> People can say you're blessed because of your assets. But here's a new generation born in the wilderness whose ancestors matriculated out of Egypt. A generation with no assets. Nothing they could call their own. However, here they are on the verge of entering the land called Canaan, somebody else's land that God was going to take from them and give to the children of Israel. God says, I will give you houses you did not build. I'm going to give you vineyards you would not have to plant Anybody know that God gave you assets when you didn't have anything? That some of you may have inherited all of your wealth and riches, but most of us got it because God gave it to us. I just want to know if there are a handful of witnesses that say, Lord, you brought me from a mighty long ways. I didn't have anything. I did not have anything. But God made a way out of nowhere. So here they are, wilderness babies, standing before Moses. Moses who orchestrated their deliverance 40 years later, even before most of these were born. Moses hears from God. And God speaks through Moses, his servant, concerning what these wilderness babies should expect uh, as well as what would be expected from them. Whew. I need to go somewhere because this is an important point. They needed to know that this would not just be a land of blessings but this must also be a land of responsibility and accountability. In other words, everyone in here who is declared you are blessed, you have a responsibility. You have a certain level of accountability. Don't tell me what kind of job you have when you don't pay tight. Tell me how good God has been 
to you and your family. And I see all your social media postings where you're traveling all over the world and doing all other kind of things when you don't adhere to the responsibility and the accountability that God gave you. If God bless you, you ought to bless God. Come on, somebody. If God's been good to you, you ought to be good to God. Now, let me ask this question again. Are there any blessed folk in here? Just for a demonstration. All the blessed folk, just stand. If you just, if you got to take 30 seconds to get up, just, just stand and say, Lord, I am one blessed somebody. Look at all those tithers. Look at all those folk. Because all the blessed folk bless God. Amen. All the blessed, y'all sit down. So no wonder God asked the rhetorical question through his prophetic servant by the name of Malachi. When God asked this question, and now perhaps you can understand, since God had been so good, he says, will a man rob me? He says, but you've robbed me. He says, how have you robbed me? You, you, you've not given back to me. I gave you this land. This was later on. He said, I bless you so many ways, and yet you robbed me. But yet God says, through Moses, there is a certain level of responsibility and accountability that comes with your blessing. Amen, somebody. Don't tell me God has blessed you to drive uh, the finest automobiles and live in the finest communities, and yet you don't bless God. You don't bless God. Uh, and so he wanted them to know that when God blesses you, there is a certain level of responsibility and accountability that comes with your blessings. Because the God who gave it to you can take it away. Amen. Uh, someone puts it this way, the Lord gives and the Lord take it away. Job said, blessed be eh, the name of the Lord. So Moses goes on to write this powerful passage. Deuteronomy chapter 28, he says, and tells them in verse 1 that they need uh, to do this in order to enjoy the blessings of the Lord. He tells them, now see, here's the part that we miss. We miss that salvation is free, but the blessings of God are conditional. I don't want you to miss this. God, God says, it, you, are, you are saved by grace but you're blessed because of your obedience. This is what the scripture says. This is not just Pastor Jackson talking because here's what it says. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commandments I give you today, he said the Lord your God then will set you up above all the nations of the earth. Some of us, you can be saved but not blessed. Who preach Pastor Jackson. And, and I, I've made up my mind that I want to be saved and blessed. <laughs> Anybody in here, I want salvation and I want the blessings of God. And so the Bible says when we fully obey the Lord our God 
and we do what he's asked us to do for our lives, then the Lord will set us up high above all the nations of the earth. And then in verse number two, Moses writes these words. Uh, in this passage, three of my favorite words are linked together and they simply are all these blessings. Woo. I, I've got it highlighted, boldface, and underlined. All these woo, blessings. Not some of them, but can I say it again? All these blessings. In other words, I want, without being selfish or arrogant, I want every blessing God has for me. Listen, I tell folk all the time, I constantly pray, Lord, please don't give me an envious spirit. I don't want to be jealous. I don't want to be envious of anybody. I don't want your stuff. Just for the record, I don't want your stuff. I tell folk all the time, and folks say, oh, don't you want to be like TDJ? I No, I don't want to be like Jake's. I just want all God has for Darren. I, I don't want none of the stuff God has for anybody else. I just want all God has for me. Anybody want all the blessings that God has for you? Somebody help me declare all these blessings. Woo! Moses writes, God declares, will come on you. Here's the key. You don't manufacture any of this. Did you catch it? All these blessings will come on you and go with you. Uh, the NIV says it will accompany you. You don't manufacture no blessings. And so I don't care how long your resume is or how great you may think you are, you are not responsible for the blessings that the Lord has allowed to come on you. Every blessing I have is because God put it on me. God gave it to me. It is the Lord's doing and not our own. Anyone know that God made this possible? God made it so that you can have what you have, enjoy what you enjoy. All these blessings will come on you. And God says through Moses, and they will go or they will accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. Now here's the question. What are these blessings, Pastor Jackson? Uh, God then, uh, in the next 10 verses in this chapter, he outlines to Moses what these blessings are. Ooh, God gives 10 verses and God outlines. And I know if you're anything like me, it's hard to remember 10 straight verses, so I've compartmentalized it for you. I put it in three distinct categories. Ooh, here's what God says. If you obey me and if you do what I ask you to do, my will for your life, there are three distinct categories of blessings that God says will come upon you, will accompany you, will go with you. What are those three? And I'll take my seat. Uh, the first category of blessings that God talks about is found in verses 3 to verse 6. 
And that category is simply called the blessings of provision. In other words, God will make a way. <laughs> Woo! Somebody who's a living witness, help me declare God will make a way. Woo! Five times in these three verses, we find the word bless. Five times in three verses, God uses the word bless. But this is the part I like, the end of verse 6. Uh, the last sentence in verse 6 says, wherever you go, uh, whatever you do, you will be blessed. In other words, the provisions of God will follow you. It doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter what you do. Somebody ought to help me say God will keep making ways out of no way. Everybody cannot identify with this. But is there anybody in the house that know God is a provider? That you are enjoying the blessings of provision. Every morning you wake up with food on your table is because God is a provider. Every dinner you eat is because God is a provider. Every piece of clothes you put on your back is because God is a provider. Whatever shelter is over your head is because God is a provider. Is there anybody in the house can give God a 10-second praise for being a provider. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He keeps making a way out of no way. Somebody help me say over and over and over and over and over again. If God has made a way for you, you owe God your best praise. You ought to clap your hands, open your mouth, and support the Lord. Woo! Yes, he is. Woo! Somebody just remember me how God keeps providing over and over I heard oh, I gotta go but I heard I heard David said I was young but now I'm old but I've never seen a righteous forsaken or his seed to bear bread yes he is Y'all sit down before church breaks out. Yes, he is. Ooh, he's a provider. Ah. Woo. <laughs> Some of you, I know your story. I know God is a provider. Some of you have been mighty quiet, but I know God keeps making a way out of nowhere. Just one time, real quick, 
somebody leap up one time say yes she is oh y'all stop y'all stop y'all stop I know it's hard for everybody to move, just wave your hand and say, yes, he is. Number two. May I preach this? Whew. The second distinct category that is found between verses 3 and 13 of Deuteronomy 28. Second is just one verse. Whew. That is found in verse number seven. <laughs> Not only is God uh, and will we enjoy the blessings of provision. Second distinct category says the blessing of protection. What good is provision if you're not protected? <laughs> Woo! Hmm. Protected. Covered by the blood. Protected uh, by the mighty hands of God. God says to Moses to say to these wilderness babies, listen, I read the New Living Translation and then I want to transition to the King James Version of verse 7. But the New Living Translation puts it this way, the Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. But I like the King James Version. The Lord will cause your enemy Ah, thine enemy who rise against thee to be smitten before thy face. Did somebody get it? God will defeat your enemy before your own face. In other words, you will witness the defeat of your enemy. They shall come out against you one way. But they've got to flee seven different ways. Though a host should encamp against me, in this will I be confident of the Lord. How many of you know when my enemy and my foe came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Anybody know your house is protected? Your life is protected. You are protected. Anyone know you are protected? I heard the scriptures say in the book of Exodus, take the blood, put the blood on the doorpost. And God says when the death angel rides through Egypt, but when I see the blood, I'll pass over your house. Somebody said covered by the blood covered by the blood anybody know you're covered Ooh. by the blood first category the blessings of provision second category in verse 7 the blessing of protection and then <laughs> here is the third and the final 
category. Found in verses 11, 12, and 13. In order to appreciate this, you must remember what I said just a few moments ago. That blessings aren't mandatory. Uh, salvation is free. But you're blessed when you obey God. And so everybody can be saved, but everybody will not prosper in the way that God will prosper some folk. Uh, I just want to help you out that sometimes people see your glory that you are enjoying, but they do not know your story. Somebody say there's a story behind these blessings. Anyone know there's a story behind your blessings? And so here's the third and the final category. Stand to your feet and it's become our custom to do as we share this last one. Here's what Moses writes. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore to your ancestors. God will bless your children. God will bless your crop. God will bless you from his treasure. Uh, you will lend and not always have to borrow. Woo! Somebody say the blessing of prosperity. You don't even know it yet, but some of you are about to become a lender and not a borrower. <laughs> Somebody ought to give God a shout out. Somebody say, Lord, I received that. Uh, I heard the Lord said that if you do what I command you, I like the last part of this. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. Can I get a witness? Look at somebody and say, neighbor, God will one day turn your situation around and make you the head and not the tail you will always be on top and not on the bottom guess what God is about to flip the script uh, somebody is about to end up on top somebody God is about to put you at the head and not the tail. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, prosperity is on his way. Get ready. Get ready for the blessing of prosperity. I heard him say, I will open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing there will not be room enough to receive it get ready get ready somebody throw your hands up and say bless me lord bless me lord bless me lord anybody want the lord to bless you now turn around and bless somebody else and say bless them lord i pray the blessings of god over your life I pray over your family. I pray over your grandchildren. I pray over your nieces and nephews. I pray the blessings of God on your household. Bless me. Bless me. 
bless me bless me somebody leave your seat come stand look me in the face keep your face pass on and say bless me bless me bless me lord come on bill bless me bless me bless me going in bless me coming out bless me at work bless me on the way to work bless me in the morning bless me in the bless me bless me bless 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 declare it about yourself speak it over your own life the blessed folk in the house bless what is the word for this week what is the word let the city hear you say I feel like preaching I got to go, but the next time somebody say you just lucky, tell them baby I'm not lucky, I am. You just fortunate, I am not fortunate, I am. I am. Y'all put a 30 second praise on him. Come on, come on, come on. All the blessings. Bless. Y'all know the war cry? Bill, give us the war cry. Give us the war cry. those hands all over this place listen when somebody says to you when you get that promotion that nobody thought you should get or would get your co-worker walks by you and says mm, 
you must have kissed up to somebody. I said, no, I am. <laughs> when God heals your body, when he delivers you, just declare, I am blessed. One of my favorite songs sung by Bishop Paul S. Morton, who is a good friend to this ministry. In fact, he yes, sung this song when he was right here at this church, standing behind this pulpit. Be blessed, my brother. <laughs> See, we, we are getting ready to pronounce blessings in the atmosphere we're, we're getting ready to put it in the atmosphere be blessed my sister be blessed wherever this life leads you let me encourage you let me speak life to you you can Depend on God to see you through. You can depend on me to pray for you. Right now, the worship and arts team, your Lord, the team remind us. Be blessed. Be blessed, my brother. Put it in the atmosphere. I want you to be blessed. I don't want just to be blessed myself. I want everyone under the sound of my voice to be blessed. Let me speak life to you. You can depend Yes, you can. what your circumstance no matter what your situation some things might not be right right now you might be hurting you might be hurting you might be crying, you might be crying. weeping only lasts for a night you might you be worried might be and frustrated too, and frustrated too. Let me, I come to encourage you I want to speak life to you. Speak life to you. You can depend on you God. You'll see it through. God's gonna do it. You can depend on me. I'm gonna pray for you. Here's what we're gonna do for one another. Come on, church, say pray. I'm gonna keep on. I'm going to pray until something happens. I will keep on. Pray that somebody else yeah, get blessed right I'm now. I'm going to pray. I'll keep praying for you. 
Somebody else is blessed right now. And I need you to pray for me. Watch God. Watch God. And watch God change things. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not talking about selfish people, but blessed people want others to be blessed. I don't just want God to bless my family. I want all the families to be blessed. I want your children and your children's children to be blessed. And I want God to turn things around in generations of young people who don't even know we're praying for them right now. They don't even know we're praying for them. But God is about to change things. Come on, tell them one more time, Bill. And watch God. Watch God. Watch God. I said, watch God. Watch God. Watch God. Watch God. Watch God. Yeah. 
there's a number on the screen the blessings are conditional and here's what God said listen you can't obey him if you don't know him if you don't trust him you cannot obey him and some people perhaps have become contented just to say Lord save me but Jesus says I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly listen and the only way you can have this abundant life you can go beyond salvation and enjoy the blessings of the Lord is that you have to obey the God you know and if you don't know him uh, there is a number on the screen there are ministers and elders to pray with you being in an environment where God is does not mean you have a relationship with God when you have a relationship with God watch God turn things around on your behalf close those eyes close those eyes Ooh. watch God change things some of you starting today God is going to bless you because you will do your part I'm obedient to the will of God for my life and God says that I'll send you the blessings of provision the blessing of protection and the blessings of prosperity in your life on your family's life eternal father we thank you for this fourth message in this series thank you lord for we've added another word to the word cloud not only are we empowered not only are we thankful not only are we confident but as of today we declare and decree that we are blessed going in and coming out we should be on top and not on the bottom we should be the head and not the tail thank you we pray right now for the blessings over every house under the sound of my voice protect their children and their children's children Ooh. thank you Lord thank you in advance because even though we've gone through difficulties and adversities and hardships we still declare that we are blessed uh, this is our prayer in your name we pray and give thanks all the blessed folks said amen come on yeah, amen as you go back to your seat as we prepare for communion right watch god yeah
God of praise for the word of God. Somebody just lift your hands and say, bless. Uh, we are blessed all week long. Just when someone asks you how you're doing, just say, I'm blessed. Amen. As we prepare for our holy communion, our praise team is going to give us a sacred selection, and we're going to prepare ourselves to go right into our holy communion. Scripture says, for I've received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given things, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood, this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. 
For if we were judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we're chasing of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. As we prepare to enter into the Holy Communion, Jesus said unto his disciples, and on the same night in which I was betrayed, he said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This cup is in the testament of my blood which is shed. For as often as you do this, you do it in remembrance of me. Let us commune. Yes. One more time, Elder Bill. My soul says yes. Everybody just let's sing together. My soul. benediction we want to let you know about a special service that we are doing on the first Sunday in November we're going to be doing our Holy Communion and baby christening service on November 7th we're implementing our baby christening service right after our 11 o'clock service so to any parent anyone that is a grandparent perhaps you know of someone that was not able to get their baby to participate in the christening in 2020 we're going to do it after our 11 o'clock service right during our holy communion we're going to be blessing all of our babies and as you heard our pastor say we probably will be doing this at least twice a year at least twice a year doing our 11 o'clock service so please please go to the website make sure that you fill out the appropriate information so that we can get all of the things we need to and so that we can have that beautiful service for our babies on the first Sunday in November, November 7th, right after our Holy Communion service after 11 o'clock. With uplifted hands, anybody? And, and also we don't want to forget about starting this Tuesday, Pastor Jackson and Will start again words of encouragement amen it's going to be a virtual service he's been away from words of encouragement since may but we're going to go back to words of encouragement starting this tuesday we're going to have a virtual service just live right here from our worship center so we ask that you join us tuesday at seven o'clock with uplifted hands let's look to god father we just thank you we thank you god for the word that declares that we are blessed God, we thank you because all week long, we know, God, that we're going to pronounce blessings upon us. Now, God, dismiss us from this place, never from your presence. Let us find peace as we return to our destinations. In Jesus' name we pray, and all of God's children said amen. We're so glad that you shared your worship experience with us. If you desire prayer, please call 1-888-776-1238. There are many safe, secure, and easy ways to give to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. Online giving is available to both members and guests through my connections at bwcar.org. You can choose to give through your bank, checking, debit, or savings account. 
You can give via our mobile giving app by texting BWCAR along with your giving amount to 73256. You can mail your check to P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations will also be accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you feel as if this service was a blessing to you or if you are moved by the message in any way, please be sure to share with your family and friends. For additional announcements and for more information, be sure to visit our website. That's bwcar.org.